1: beautiful screamers and welcome to another episode of scream queens it's the podcast where horror gets gay this is episode 322 and tonight the time has come again to cover another movie that completely damaged my childhood that's right it's another nightmare closet episode this time we're taking a look at the 1974 Italian Exorcist ripoff, Beyond the Door. And to do that, I'm going to be helped out by Stacy and Cindy from Creepy Kitsch. But before we go another step further, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh, and since 2010, I've been your helpful guide through the weird and wonderful world of horror movies. But, and it's a really nice but, by the way, but... You're going to have to see them through my very, very, very gay little eyes. Oh, what a treat you're in for. So it's finally October, y'all. Yay! Which means the countdown to Halloween is on. And I know so many of you are just chomping at the bit, dying with anticipation, waiting for that most magical night of nights. And so why make things more painful now by making you wait while I blah, blah, blah endlessly before I start the episode for real? So let's just get right down to it. If you haven't seen Beyond the Door yet and you want to play along at home, the movie is available on Shutter and Tubi. But just so you know, the Tubi version is missing maybe 30 seconds of footage that has got to be seen to be believed. And just as a heads up, this session with Stacy and Cindy had to be recorded using Skype. Squadcast was not going to work for them, unfortunately, because of network connections not being strong enough. So I'm not able to do the fine-tuning that I normally do for episodes when I use a quality service like Squadcast. So expect a lot of talking over each other and sound cutting out because there's nothing I can do because it's Skype. Why are you Skyping? You can use something awesome. You can even get a free trial of Squadcast. If you're a podcaster and are doing remote recordings, don't settle for this shitty Skype sound. Come on now. Squadcast, check it out. www.screamqueens.com Squadcast, seven-day free trial. That's enough of my babble. Let's open up that nightmare closet, take a listen to the trailer for Beyond the Door, and get this party started. Beware. Beware. Something's about to come out. Out of the closet.
0: The nightmare closet. Where demonic possession lives and evil penetrates the soul. Step inside, if you dare. you Jessica has gone beyond the door. At first, she didn't believe, but she does now. George! You gonna help me, George? Take me away from here. Remember, Remember Jessica, Hmm. how beautiful she was. sensitive, Sensitive, like a child. This is my child, mine, do you hear? I'll never let you kill it. It will be born. I'll kill anyone who tries to take him from me. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. (laughs) Mommy. Mommy. Inside her, a new life is struggling desperately to compel itself into existence. (laughs) Just as I thought. I knew it. Is that all you're going to do to help me? Biological absurdity that the development of the fetus is proceeding with absolutely incredible speed. Papa, don't leave Ken and me alone again with mommy. You can't stand the thought of their existing being so powerful and strong as to break through. No one must attempt to interfere with her pregnancy, you understand? The child must be born. Beyond the door, where demonic possession lives and grows and grows and...
1: Beyond the door, we dare you not to believe... So, the Nightmare Closet, if you're new to the show, is a segment of the podcast that I do every now and then where I revisit a film that I saw when I was way too young and it traumatized the living shit out of me. And now I revisit it for the first time ever since as an adult and wackiness ensues. And I learned over time that it is very important to face your fears by yourself. You know, you gotta stand strong and eventually it's only even gonna be you standing there and it's my personal fear, so I'm gonna face it. So,. I don't know if you can hear, but the door to the nightmare closet is rattling right now, and whatever is in there wants to get out. So, I think it's best that I'm the one who opens the door, and not whatever's in there. So, okay. huh? Oh, here I am in the door. My hand's on the knob, and I'm gonna open it. One, two, three. Oh, my God. Oh my. What? What? There's not a movie in here. It's just it's wall to wall breasts. It's huge voluptuous delicious bosoms. What's going? Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. It's not just bosoms. It's Stacy and Cindy from Creepy Kids.
2: I mean, that's usually how we're getting nice, to get you, Patrick. Fair.
1: They're coming to get you, Patrick. Well, they do arrive in the room 20 minutes before you do so. You're not wrong.
2: You're not wrong. I mean, there's, what, at least six Ds amongst uh, at least one breast of between us, so. Yeah. There was at least yeah. six
1: Ds in my apartment last night. What? <laughs>
2: That's because you're a slut.
1: <laughs> so welcome back to the show. It's always so much fun to have you here.
2: We like being Thanks, back.
1: And this movie that we're going to talk about is Italian from the seventies, which means it's bonkers. And so if yeah. I think bonkers, oh God, I think Creepy Kitsch.
2: Oh, God. That's fair. <laughs> You're not wrong.
1: I'm, I know I'm not wrong. I've known you for how many
2: years now? <laughs> right. And, and you keep uh, inviting us on the show.
1: I, I know yeah, I love we you. keep coming back, but hey. I love you both. Like I like to switch up the energy. Like we just had a super serious show talking about St. Maude and now we're going, full pendulum on the direction. That's okay. Yeah. So the movie that we're talking about is a little ditty from 1974 called beyond the door. So I mentioned Cindy Stacy, that this was a nightmare closet film, which means I had nightmares about it for an extended period of time as a child, can I tell you something? Please do. <laughs> Up until last month I never saw the movie at all. Oh, oh really? So this is your first revisit in like Like, oh no no no. no, 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 no.
2: I didn't even I didn't even see it as a kid. The chief Oh, of oh. Gotcha. 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 Children of the Corn did the same thing to me.
1: <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> it was the '70s. It was the '70s. Back then, they'd show commercials for anything at any time, and they didn't care about target audiences or algorithms or any of that mm-hmm. shit. So I'd be watching my Bugs Bunny Road Runner cartoons, and this crap would come on—be spinning heads yep. and women barfing and freaky light-up dolls. Now I want you to think. Think of all the scary images that are in this film. What particular set of images do you think terrified little teeny tiny homosexual make? At age I'm, four, Jesus at age four, at age
2: four. Well, I Jesus don't know titch? if they showed the Jesus tits on, you know, public TV, but I am I mean, going to say the, the, the well, touche. I'm going to probably say the dolls, but that's just me. Cause those dolls were a little bit fucking free. Yeah. The Excellent dolls were choice. upsetting.
1: Okay. You're both wrong. Oh, you would think that, I think that was warming me up. But then immediately after they showed the doll with the eyes lighting up, they showed images of the dresser drawers opening and closing by themselves and all the clothes mm-hmm. flying out. That freaked me out. I was like, oh my gosh, the mess. Everything's getting up. It's all going to have to be re-ironed. I'm not kidding. It was just like
2: <laughs> evil Mary oh Poppins. God. I was thinking of that MST3K episode. I was like, Trumpy, you can do stupid things. Yes. That's all I kept thinking of. It was just like the evil version of that fucking pod people episode. For the first, like, ten minutes of this fucking movie, I was wondering if that was the same little asshole. I really thought that might have been Playing the, same the kid, asshole kid. No, it's not. Because the kid in, in the MST3K episode was a ginger
1: and this shit head was a Oh, <laughs> yeah,
2: too, touche. But they, they had the same type of vibe there, man. Same type yeah. of vibe. <laughs> we're, getting,
1: we're getting way ahead of ourselves. But I was amusing myself because I decided that that kid was baby Drew Droji. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. Drew Droji. I don't know who that is.
1: Drew Drogi, is—he's a gay comedian, very funny. He's most famous—he he pops up in everything in, in supporting guest stars. But the most thing he's famous for is the viral videos he did making fun of Chloe Sevigny. Hello, oh, um, Hello America. Yes, yes, I'm yes, Chloe yes. Sevigny. Oh my god. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha.
2: Yeah, now I
1: can see it now. With the curly hair, the hair and the big pinchy face.
2: It's the fucking yes. hair.
1: That awful hair. So there that's my... That's my gay for the movie, because there ain't no gay in this movie. Yeah, this movie this needed movie, some gay. There was not one <laughs> likable
2: person in this entire film. I'm no, just going to find really out say it. It's
1: set in San Francisco in the 70s, and there's not a homosexual anywhere in there. No, there's well, barely a happened? No, I mean, the Devil what? Reigns.
2: I was right. dying, though. So, um, apparently, cause I, lived <coughs> Area, me, I lived in San Francisco for a period of my time. I will say, yes, you do have to look out for roving jazz bands that may come out you and play yes. aggressively at you while you're walking down the, the street. They play re- that was a problem in on the their 90s nose now. for okay. some fucking reason.
1: Then, <laughs> one of the things that, okay, I'm going to say this right now. I find, I, I told this to you, Cindy and Stacey, before we started. This movie isn't two halves. It's very long. It's almost two hours. It yeah.
2: feels forever. <laughs> yeah,
1: which was about three hours too long. Yes. It's very long. And the, this, the the first half of the movie, I think, is a ton of fun. It, it doesn't make any sense, but it's it's wacky. Like, everything is wacky yeah. enough to keep my attention there. But then the second half, get, the star of the movie drops out and things get very boring. It's very dull. It, yeah, nobody's holding yeah. the camera. It's just like, the story just once dies. Once she gets, like, dead. really pregnant, then it's
2: like, oh, uh, well, here we go. This is just the standard well, exorcist affair, you know? But, it, but it's one of those things, too, where it's one of those, you know, part of what made The Exorcist crazy was the intensity, or, or, or not crazy, but frightening, was the intensity of the performance. Like, The Exorcist is a gross, upsetting movie, but it's also weirdly an elegant movie. Yeah, and yeah. this was like, we don't have the, the chops to make it elegant and horrible, so we're just going to be fucking gross.
1: It's yeah, Italian right. elegant. It's Italian elegant. Yeah. Did you see so that apartment? Gross. Okay, oh, that, Speaking right of elegant there. gross, right there. Stop right there, <laughs> yeah. because we're getting too far. It's time to play the game. All right, uh, ladies, I'm going to need, I didn't say Cindy. I want okay. you to give me a nice, tight... 30 second plot summary of Beyond the Door. Don't pitch me the whole script, but sell me on it. The clock starts now. It literally is about a woman
2: who is vaguely childish that gets impregnated by the devil, but not Stop. in the Rosemary's baby Stop. way. That's go. it. <laughs> um, it's a story about a family where nobody in the family was hit enough and somehow the devil is peripherally involved. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, who also it, does it, a really good opening narration too? Which yeah, reminds which me. ooh, that was that was creepy. It's nice to know the devil is effete in British. Yes, I, I liked I liked it because it was like oh hi oh hi oh, there no, mm-hmm. I'm the devil. Please enjoy. It just reminds me. It it reminded me of. Have you heard that the I'm I'm sure you have the Stephen Lynch song uh, Beals.
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say Craig Christ, but no, I haven't heard that one. My
2: I mean, Craig is Christ, Christ is good. good. My name is Satan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Satan in this song likes to drink his Zinfandel after he clubs some baby seals. So. Yes.
1: The movie is a shameless, and I mean shameless ripoff about yeah. The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby. Oh, God, and yeah. Such, yeah there and were a such, couple... a, such a shameless ripoff, they got sued by Warner Brothers yeah, and that. Warner Brothers won. I didn't
2: know that. Yeah. That's Kind of it, it, it was a settled out of court for an undisclosed sum. Ah,
1: this <laughs> this was a kind of a career choice for director Antonio Asinaitis, which sounds like either a disease asinitis. or the worst Greek poet ever. Uh, yeah. And Maybe now yeah, reading, a disease like I'm reading from
2: asinitis. the letter of Paul
1: to the Asinaitis
2: right <laughs> literally feels like that's like some horrible ass disease just like i'm sorry it I have sounds astinitis. like it's an ass <laughs> disease that's named after a terrible greek poet yeah i can
1: see that <laughs> is, <laughs> you, you got that yes. you gotta be bad if your if your poetry is now a disease yep. that's bad yeah that is some that is some that is some oh gosh what were they called i don't remember you, Never, i was gonna make a literally got joke and i forgot what they're called Oh the ass. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I, forget. <laughs> I forget. Wrong, wrong genre. But yeah, so it was directed by uh, a video Astinitis and Robert Barrett. But apparently, from what I understand, Robert Barrett doesn't exist. It's just well, wasn't stage that the name? name?
2: For- yeah, that, that he he released it under it, but then it turned out to be a hit, and he was like, "No, no, it was me." Just kidding.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> happened. It turned out to be huge. It was the number one independent movie hit. Oh, um, 1974. Okay. <laughs> <it> over- <laughs> so that
2: there was apparently nothing on TV that there year.
1: Breaking in 30 million. Which, a dry yeah.
2: period going on. Yeah. Like, wasn't Kolchak the Night Stalker on yet? Couldn't we have just watched that?
1: Yeah, but that got canceled after six episodes because we didn't know better.
2: No, I think I made it 12. I had it on DVD.
1: Whatever. I. But it was it was one season. So I mean, yeah, we didn't appreciate what bad. we had. Let's That's go watch it. It was really then. good. But okay. But also, but a video, a video as tonight is pretty much made a career out of getting sued by movie studios. He also got sued for his movie <laughs> Tentacles, which is about a squid. It starts and stars Shelly Winters in an enormous hat.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: is, is, is that the one where the octopus eats the baby? Yes. yes.
1: I, okay. I have not I seen I this one. I like I that. I remember watching that
2: on TV as a very okay. So, speaking of the Nightmare Clause, I think that would have been in mind because there was the scene where the lady like goes to pull the stroller out and I was like I don't know five and I was like I can't do this I can't do this and had yeah, to change yeah, the yeah. channel
1: Yeah that's the that's oh, the movie that's God. the movie I remember even, I remember when it aired on TV as a kid I was going Shelly Winters' hat is so big it should have its own credit in the in the in the oh,
2: opening title right? <laughs> <laughs> Hi I'm it's big get a- <laughs> but
1: he also brought us such gems as The Visitor which is a totally bonkers movie uh Madhouse uh, which is also which is and he started making movies in America with American actors, but they're still bonkers. And Madhouse is one of them. The Curse and Lombarda, the Forbidden Dance.
2: Oh, well, that's the, the only body of work that I know of.
1: Was Antonio Van Derckis and I don't,
2: remember, Bandera, I I don't No, I don't think so. He, he, he might okay. have been,
1: but uh, I know he. that one got sued by the people who made Dirty Dancing. So it's what oh, he nice. does. Yeah, it had th- it had many screenwriters and it shows. But yes. for me, the saving grace of this movie is the star Juliet Mills. Yeah. Juliet Mills, if you're old, she's the sister of gay icon Haley Mills. And Juliet yes. Mills has become a gay icon um, in her own right, you know, mostly for her work on the soap opera passions. Where she was that head witch. Oh,
2: oh i didn't nice. know
1: that with, with timmy with the little with the little person timmy as a sidekick yeah that was I, that was her. i'm
2: so glad that her career went forward from this movie i that kind of relieves me a little bit oh, oh she's doing yeah fine. She, she's i think working. she did yeah she was doing fine oh good yeah. because man yeah, if you're really, really
1: old, if you really work, old like me if, uh, yes tons of stage work uh if you're really old like me she was on the sitcom nanny and professor nanny and the professor she was in the movie. Oh my the god! TV she movie. was a
2: nanny and the professor.
1: She was the Holy nanny. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, no yeah. wonder she looked so familiar. <laughs> yeah, uh, she was in the TV movie for the for the gay thing. You might remember that the TV movie, the famous TV movie, infamous such uh, a TV movie, Dawn Portrait of a Teenage Runaway, starring Eve Plum. She was in his sequel, Alexander, the Other Side of Dawn, which is about a gay prostitute. Oh. A kid who runs oh. away. Runs a gay prostitute. She lived on Fantasy Island. She lived on Love Boat. She was on. Hot in Cleveland. She just had another sitcom that was out. And just last week, it was announced by a video asinitis and Juliet Mills that they're making a direct sequel to Beyond the Door right now called beyond the door and you're
2: fucking okay i'm gonna have to watch it and i'm angry that i'm gonna have to watch it yeah me too i mean i feel compelled to watch it even though i did not like beyond the door no like the world has been been waiting for
1: almost 50 years (laughs) i need to
2: see some weird shit apparently so i am gonna (laughs) laugh if she ends up pregnant again in it
1: since she's like 80 now oh my god that'd be the best no, know, it's yes. about the daughter getting pregnant. But if you do the math, that doesn't add up either. It's been 50 no. years. No,
2: no. Yeah, she's older <laughs> than I am and I'm 44.
1: The other person in the cast I want to talk about is he's the Max Valensaito of the movie. He's the Father Marin sort of of the movie, but kind of evil. Maybe not. Who knows? He didn't get direction because he looks confused most of the time. Is renowned yeah. Shakespearean actor Richard Johnson. If you don't know who he is, he's most famous. In our circle for being Dr. Markway In the 1963 film The Haunting Oh Oh
2: shit I you know he looked familiar no And I never he looked it familiar. it I was just referring to him as Low rent Sebastian Cabot The whole time <laughs> I was watching it
1: <laughs> Buffy Buffy come back to me Why'd you have I was like Sebastian
2: Cabot But without the gravitas Or the connection to the Jungle Book And doesn't know how to drive either
1: <laughs> Clearly Clearly no. has no idea how to drive. No, but this guy was this. Uh, this guy also was a great actor. You know, like, you look at his credits. It's like brilliant shit. And then all of a sudden, like there's a spate of Italian horror movies. He was in Zombie. He was in uh, Island of the Fishmen, and, But then he's doing things like the boy in the striped pajamas. He had a run run the British sitcom, Doc Martin, the whole series. So, yeah, he's still he was working up until he died. But he looks like he don't know what's going on. And I don't blame him
2: clearly. And honestly, yes, I will say that he he literally looks like, I don't know what the hell's going on in the script. I'm just going to scream. I guess I'll just pound yeah. this woman's pregnant body and <laughs> just scream. But <laughs> Juliet Mills,
1: Julia Mills is so good. Like she, she's got commits to this bullshit and bullshit dialogue and she's really doing a nice job with it. I, I feel for her, like I'm connecting with her. But then when she gets really possessed, she drops out of the movie. Oh yeah, and it's all these other people, and they can't they can't hold a candle. Everything goes away, the heart goes away. I
2: did find like when the movie was like vaguely Rosemary Baby esque, I actually was kind of invested in it and was all like, okay, well nobody's likable in this film, but hey, at least it's kind of interesting and creepy. And then when it suddenly switches over to The Exorcist, I was like, well, I just now hate this film. This is just so dumb. It just. Oh, I was just like, I mean, like like when she ate the banana peel, I was like, okay, I know she's possessed, but why did she eat that banana peel? But then, of course, it never came back to, oh, yeah, when you're possessed in, uh, by the devil, you eat a lot of garbage. Like, it was just a, all right, well, go to F.A.O. Schwartz, eat a banana peel. All right. Hey, you I guess, know, what dying, she was, all it was like she was, was, she bananas. Was,
1: <laughs> she was taking, She was just taking her cue from Woods the Owl. She gave a hoot and she did not stand that's for true. pollution. I mean, not, true. she, she sure. undid the pollute. She didn't want to
2: make that Native American cry. No, <laughs> that's the, uh, thank you. Who's actually Italian? Yes, but still ironized <laughs> Cody, and we brought the full circle back to Italian movies.
1: <laughs> the other thing that is bonkers about this movie is that it's not quite, but also almost a musical. There are weird, yeah. long style yeah. oh yeah, what the, fuck? where the where the soundtrack takes over, and all of a sudden the soundtrack has words to it.
2: It is the, but and it, but it's like, and it's like the soundtrack is interacting with the it's person on screen. Weird spoken word poetry moments. Like I said, yeah, we're being there? attacked it's by good. a lovely jazz band playing. Don't turn it so around. Can... None of it's good. Yeah. I kind it's of the of very beginning so of that fucking movie when the uh, when a white guy, fro guy was like trying to dictate to the musicians how to do his got, their goddamn yes, the, job. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh okay. Yes, I yes, got, okay. Uh, before before, I
1: before just, we go, go hold, ladies, <laughs> ladies, 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 before we go to the music studio, I want to talk about the opening scene oh, because we oh, established bonkers really early. We've touched on it a little bit briefly, and you probably want more like, Jesus, what? Did say Jesus tits? Yes, we said Jesus tits. But OK, so we mentioned that we've had the movie opens with introductory monologue by Satan. Oh, hi, Satan. Right. No doubt some of
0: you, the rationalists, the skeptics will say, like the little girl in this picture, that what you can't see can't exist. Well, my friends, you go on thinking that as long as you can. Because sooner or later, one way or another, you'll discover your mistake. Anyway, now I'll leave you alone in the dark and let my little story take over. Enjoy yourselves, but don't forget that that stranger sitting in the seat next to you could be me.
2: He reminds no me of Kit.
1: <laughs> right. Um and so we cut so we cut to like the wicks and sticks in, in hell. That's a candle store. That was in the mall it's been the eighties. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, know. if they still exist a figure
2: out. Yeah. Oh my god, I remember that store. But See, we were such we were such white trash that we weren't even allowed in that store. So you were neither a
1: wick nor a stick. I remember no. wicks
2: and sticks was right next to the stride right. I'd get like good Shoes, and then I'd go and look at the spooky cat uh, candle whose eyes glowed, and I wanted it. My mom said, "No, it looks too satanish." <laughs> not satanic, but satanish. That's why I Yeah, not satanic, satanish.
1: We're in some satan-ish. cave. We we're in some cave or something. I don't. We don't know where we are. Yeah. there's a thousand candles, a thousand lit candles, and Juliet Mills is standing there in her audition outfit for Xanadu. <laughs> right with. <laughs>
2: But she also has a, t- a, like a unf- back pad on her forehead, too. You can't forget that. Yeah. And, mm. Very unfortunately underlit. So and um
1: yeah, so there's some kind of weird satanic ritual going on that she's just I think, I think, I think the implication is that she was she's involved with this doctor dude, whose name I don't have now. Oh uh uh, uh uh Dimitri. Dimitri. He's who's not I a doctor, I just it, like, called him a doctor six
2: a- times in that one scene. <laughs> And I think that she, well, I and that was that actually she's... one of the Exorcist ripoff scenes. Yes, I know. Did you notice that? Yes, <laughs> they did the Dimitri, Dimitri, and all I could think was, "Why you do this D-M- to me, Dimitri? Why, Dimitri? Why, Dimitri? Why, Dimitri? Why?"
1: <laughs> we're in this cave. We're in this cave, and I think the implication is that she, this is her initiation into the cult. If there's no or whatever, she's but what happened? Who else is there? Who else is there? tied to a rack jesus tits there's a naked woman there's a rack tied to the rack keep
2: in mind that there is like it's light up disco floor rack it's not even just like a like medieval rack this is like it lights up it was like 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 a pyramid it was like the 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 disco floor from the first prom night yes
1: anyway yeah but she's there's this naked woman tied up and we're zooming in and we're getting we're getting what we call in the industry a two T shot, which means two tits. That is what it stands for. It means that like nice. the camera stops just below your t- <laughs> just below your tits. Rather, we're getting this shot, and it's her like rolling her head back and forth. And as her head rolls back and forth, her face changes into the face of Jesus Christ. But the tits are still. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yep. <sighs> her tits were do that weird thing where like her areola were puffy, but her nipples weren't hard. Yeah, that was weird, where you were just like, is it cold? Is it not cold? I'm really confused. Right. About the Where's the there. fluffer?
1: Satan. It was the work of Satan. Listen, do not, do not, <laughs> do not besmirch our Savior's bosoms.
2: I am going to laugh, though, at that moment where she turns into Jesus for that moment. And Jesus has this expression like, what the fuck is going on? I'm going, right. it's like, it's, it's like, <laughs> I,
1: I've watched the movie a few times now, and I thought, Maybe his face turned into Dimitri's, who we haven't actually That's what they seen said yet. in this. That's what they it's said. It's not him. i It's a totally different face. He's 20 years younger. He's got like a bigger nose. He's, a Romanesque nose. It's not him. It's Jesus, as far as I Yeah, know. that was all right.
2: I mean, <laughs> I stand by the Jesus uh, theory. Well, body, you, of Christ, you know, actually, body of Christ,
1: bosom of Christ.
2: Right. Body of Christ, ba ba boom, boom, boom. That actually raises an interesting <laughs> point because we got all of this satanic shit, but at no point in time is there ever the counterbalance of, like, any kind of church. Like, at no point is anybody like, well, fuck, Jim, she's possessed by the devil. I need an old priest and a young priest. Yeah, we never yeah. got... Everyone was just kind of like... Instead, oh, yeah, they well, tried to do some oh, sh- weird... Oh, she's possessed. Like, well, put her in a straitjacket. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's she's possessed, but, but I found this weird guy that's the who let himself in.
1: Of- that's the second half of the movie when all of it, which we're, we'll get to later, but maybe, but because it's boring, where it, everything turns over to the men and they all, these three men, her doctor, her husband, and Dimitri, all think that they can save her. And they're like, we, they're like, we can't take her to the hospital. I'll save her myself. And I'm like, or you could stand in the corner and watch her and do nothing, you asshole, because that's all you people right. do. Nobody ever
2: does anything. Which is base, was yeah, was boiling mad when he's talking to his doctor friend and he's all like, did you, um do, should we like tell her? No, don't. We'll just like have my wife spy on her and psychologically right. <laughs> try to get like, all this information. Yeah, yeah, She'll cause, handle cause that preg-
1: beautifully. Pregnancy is weird because for many reasons. Like she's acting weird and she's had kids before, so she knows she's acting weird. And the kid's growing at an astronomical rate. And her husband and the doctor decide like, Yet we're gonna do all these tests. More. And do all of this stuff and not involve her in it at all. We're not going to tell really? her anything that we're doing because uh, it's she might get suspicious
2: if this happens. So let's just sneak around and try to like make her feel gaslight the fuck out of her. Essentially. Yeah, yeah basically the, goddamn the, one thing,
1: the one thing I thought that was kind of interesting, because I don't understand Dimitri's role in this at all. I'm like, are you good? Are you bad? Whatever. But it's right at the beginning. He like, she, it, after she sees the face of Jesus and his hefty, but his glorious bosom, she fades when she gets up. She runs out of the the cave or whatever the hell they are, and you see Dimitri chasing her in the car, and the devil's bitch talking him the whole time. <laughs>
2: yes, uh, yes. He was just like the devil negs. <laughs> That's essentially what it is.
1: Devil saying "He's like, oh, he's like you, you to you want to live forever. You want to live? You're afraid to die." Dimitri. Well, it's too bad. Your time's up, and it's, and the car goes off a cliff. But then it goes into slow motion, he's like, "Do you want to live another five years, ten years?" oh boy that was that was 100 years right now that was 500 years right now but the car is in slow motion still falling like oh this is kind of interesting that hell is him making this car accident go on forever
2: (laughs) yeah that is kind of an interesting concept an interesting concept if they made it made sense
1: (laughs) they touch on it later when they we'll come we'll come back to her too we'll touch on it later when we run into crazy houseboat lesbian (laughs) (laughs) there was a car accident but the body was never found Yeah, I like to do. I'm like, come back to her because she has one of my favorite moments. The
2: only likable character in the fucking. We're not even to the opening credits yet. Um, she actually, for a split second, I thought she was the actress who played the Doctor in The Exorcist Two, and I realized that no, it's just like it was just like a look in the '70s. It's
1: some (laughs) other houseboat lesbian. No, women just looked like that back back
2: then. (laughs) That being said, fucking hell, that houseboat looked nice.
1: Actually, yeah, yeah, there was some crazy looking. I could live on a houseboat. uh,
2: it really, the, really should have been, the movie should have just been called Dudes Do Nothing. Like, it, like they did right? do nothing yeah. through the whole it thing. It was just like, oh, no, what do we do? Well,
1: let's observe her. I don't even know what door they're talking about in the title. I'm like, what door? are no, there were, What door. No the
2: whole time I was like, what is this fucking door? Goddamn door. Except in that one, it was this crash zoom on the fucking doorknob that one. <laughs>
1: that was it. Yeah, Demetrius is with the door. That. But that's the second half of the movie. That's the stuff I want to focus on in the first half. That I think is just great. I I love the opening credits mostly because of what's going on with the band. There is this fantastic funk soul song yes. playing under the opening credits.
0: Master of the flame, make her feel the love that's driving me
1: insane. Driving me insane. Her husband. Robert, Robert, Richard, Robert, whatever. Her husband, her Robert, is a music Robert. producer, and is the is yeah. the ugliest motherfucker with the saddest mustache. Did
2: you see the part where he was yeah. like supposed to be snapping along and he's completely arrhythmic? Yes. And he's oh, the one it. giving criticisms. Oh, I got so mad. Yes. Like, there are so many
1: quotable quotes just in the scene, but the band is fucked. The song's awesome. You know, Bugger with the Devil. Bugger with the devil.
0: Mm, find
1: her, and I'll
0: shovel
2: you yeah,
1: it's great it's a great funky song. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but Robert doesn't like it he's no no no, it's too dead. It's got about as much balls as a castrated jellyfish.
2: Yes, I loved that. It was just oh like my jellyfish God. ain't got yes. balls
1: Robert. Which he should know because he's a fish lover, which we'll get it's into It's kind of That's like true. when you're
2: in a job and clearly the person who's left in charge is related to someone and they think they yes. know about what you're talking about. Yes. And clearly not. That's Robert. So like I don't think you are Robert. It, Robert legitimately ha- got that job on his own. I just No. Don't believe I refuse that. to accept that. Sounds like a jerk-off session in the bathroom. If you could play your instruments as well
0: as you play with your tools, it might sound a bit better. Yeah, baby but I never had to play a 36 bar solo on my two. Oh
2: yes. God, I, I, that, I mean, you're trying to introduce a sympathetic hero and that's the scene you used to no. introduce him. Yeah, but, it's like, oh yeah. I, I originally just wanted to punch him in the face, like right there, yes. I was like, yeah, all right the, there.
1: All of this all of this is the great stuff that I love with Italian movies. Cause like, you know, the, the, the dialogue, I, I don't know what's going on with the dialogue or who wrote the dialogue. But is it only where, which I think Stacy mentioned, where he's trying to give notes. He's like, "And Charlie, you're coming in all wrong. It's too weak. And you have a quarter note
0: rest in there. Use it, will you? Da, 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 rest.
1: Da, 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 Got it? Like this, da, 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 What are you doing? What are you doing? It's like, great,
2: we're speaking in Morse code, thank you. I was just like, dude, dude. Dude, they're musicians. You probably have never even picked up an instrument right. in your life. Shut the fuck up. Right. Shut the fuck up. And, and, and keep, for an, uh, the apartment of a, a a music producer, did you notice there's not one musical instrument in his fucking apartment? Yeah. Like you yeah, you think there'd that. be like instruments? You know what I mean? Fish tank.
1: Gold, oh yeah. Gold can't. records. Nothing. 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 So, but just but,
2: unfortunate and, design choices.
1: Well, that's because the interiors of this film were all shot in Rome. Uh, particularly mm-hmm. the apartment, the exteriors were all at San Francisco. And actually, I love everything outside because I love San Francisco, one of my favorite cities. It was fun to visit yeah. it in this time period, even though there were yeah, only the, no homosexuals, but we covered that.
2: The views, honestly, like when they were like at the restaurant and stuff like that, like it was really beautiful.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or some gorgeous shots because it's a beautiful city. But mm-hmm. while we're at the, while we're at this recording studio, we keep cutting back to Juliet Mills going about her day. I loved all of this for like a million reasons because every single component like- is bonkers. It's bonkers. Because if you know anything about the geography, even just a little bit of San Francisco, I keep going, where are you going? Like, none of these things I'm are doing- next. to. She's driving with her family. And believe me, we'll get into these kids because there's a lot to get into with these kids. That these horrible, even- horrible, horrible children. We first see them. She's driving across the Golden Gate Bridge. To go grocery yes. shopping. I'm like, you went to so what you're coming from Sausalito to go <laughs> yeah, grocery like, shopping? Where are you going? <laughs> going there to are Treasure Island. Stores in
2: the city. It's not like that's all that's there is Coit Tower and a bridge. Come on, man.
1: <laughs> no, and it's a long-ass bridge. It's already this long trip to bring the kids on. And so then she goes to the supermarket. I got excited because I realized that's the, the Marina Safeway. I'm a big Tales of the City fan. And I know that was prominently featured in the book because that was a hot pickup spot for straight people <laughs> in the seventies. Like you would go cruising oh, yeah, the
2: safe
1: way. at the Marina, <laughs> at, at the Marina Safeway particularly. And that's where she was. And so what's very funny is that she leaves the kids in the unattended in the car to go shopping. Right. Cause it was the seventies. It was the
2: seventies? I, that happened
1: to me plenty of times. I didn't want to oh, go in. Fuck too. It. That, the, my my, it. was a convertible. was. They weren't going to overheat, but hold on. But they keep cutting, they're, they're cutting to her like going about doing this mundane shopping. Well, you got that funky groove song playing behind, like, Bucket with the Devil, go sell a bunch of and I'm like, I'm like, shopping for some apples, gonna use a coupon, save <laughs> 25%. <laughs>
2: I, want that stop that song. I just want to go to work with that song playing behind me. I want to go to my office with that song, you know, just playing behind me all the time. Like walk to down drive. the street, buying just... tacos. Anything. Like
1: with a with a fl- with a flute in your nose. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, randomly <laughs> hassling uh, white guys with afros. It said they were uh, roving bands of jazz musicians who were a problem back in the San Francisco back then. Right. I had such a fucking nostalgia flash when I saw that old Safeway design. It was just like, all of a sudden, it was like 1981 and I was four, being yeah. dragged to the Safeway against my will. Yeah, no. there's still a the same other way thing by my mom's house with that same sign that looks exactly like that.
1: <laughs> but they keep showing her driving around and get doing stuff, and none of these things are next to each other. And at some point, she picks up her husband, and they drive down Lombard Street, the crookedest street in the I world, know, and there's like, nobody what? on it.
2: That it's so funny to me. Well, and it's fucking it's, 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 as fucking long is that goddamn
1: car If you're if you're not familiar with San Francisco, that it's the, it's a landmark. It's it's the crookedest street in the world, mm-hmm. and everybody wants to drive 24 hours a day. It's bumper to bumper traffic it, on Lombard Street. And it's like, if you
2: not fucking drive down Lombard Street. Trust me on this. You know every way around that fucking street. <laughs> But it's a real oh, crooked one where it's just the hairpin turns all the way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's just one tiny little street that's just incredibly crooked. And it takes forever to drive down because there's five million cars on it. You don't want to go down there. If you're going about your day, you're not going to. I just I say, see, clearly they're of the devil. The devil's already with it. They're like, <laughs> I'm throwing traffic for you, baby. <laughs> but let's talk about her kids.
2: Oh, God. Oh, oh God. God. First off. What's with the, uh, the first thing that just put me off was the kid drinking the
1: green pea soup with the straw yes. out of, straight out of the what can. What the
2: fuck? Right I mean, there.
1: I, look, I gave them credit and I had a glimmer of hope for the movie. I said, that's really funny. They're making an exorcist reference. They know what they're doing.
2: Obviously. Yeah.
1: Cause he's drinking I green oh, pea knew. soup. <laughs> <laughs> they knew what but, they were doing <laughs> the thing that was bugging me and i I backed this up because i checked several websites the way that the kid is sitting in the, the the son is sitting in the back with his legs up with his feet behind the driver's head and everybody mm-hmm. and it looks weird and everyone's saying, there's no way that that could happen the, yeah the kids kid would have to have feet i was uh the reading the,
2: i was reading either the trivia or the goofs last night and and the whoever wrote that point up was apparently over this movie's bullshit because they were like <laughs> if you uh, look at the scene where the the boy's feet are up on the the chair behind his mother you know you'll notice that he's obviously too small to be able to put his feet that way and also uh tends to sit like an actual human and not contort the way that he would have to like there was just a lot of like like, out of the corner of your mouth, like, nobody would sit like that, you fucking asshole. Yeah. It's like, you have and to, like, the, hold
1: yourself in half. So that's him. He's not doing much besides drinking his soup for this whole scene it's and disgusting.
2: littering. His just, just disgusting. His disgusting condensed
1: it's soup. His cold cold-ass soup. Cold-ass soup. Split like, Oh my god. then there's my favorite character in the entire movie, the daughter.
2: Gale. She was repulsive, and I don't, but she honestly, really she was saying lies. a lot of what I was thinking through this whole movie, despite her being repulsive. My thing was, uh I don't think that was a child that was dubbing her. I think that was an no, adult trying to sound oh, like a
1: God, child. that, and that made No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll come to that. I'll gotta, I'm will i going to get to that. I have a point on this. Okay. The reason I love her as, a, as this weird, amorphic character is that, A, she's the eight maybe, but they thought it would yeah. be cool to have, like the dialogue that, that it was written for is like for a 14 year old.
0: You gotta stop that or it's gonna blow my mind. Man, if you don't quit crying, you're gonna have a real bad trip.
1: Laden with profanities and hip cool slang of the time, and it's so jarring, it's great.
0: When dad starts trying to get all sexy in with it, that's a real bad scene.
1: But the, the jarringness, is it gets fabulous right here, because the woman, the girl rather, that did the dubbing for gail also was the voice of peppermint patty on a bunch of the peanut specials
2: oh my god i can fucking hear it oh my god in my mind holy shit dropping all them f-bombs oh my god (laughs) well but the thing is is peppermint patty i mean obviously she didn't cuss but she kind of talked like that anyway I mean, true. She, she was very frank of a character. You're not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like, but but, no, but just like, a, she was the, she was the most 70s of all of the Peanuts characters. We're like, true. I mean, I can't think of anything where she actually came out and was like, you got to calm down, man, or you're going to have a bad trip. But like, if somebody was going to say it, it would have been Fuck a Peppermint Patty. You got to stop that or it's going to blow my mind. Man, if you don't quit crying, you're
0: going to have a real bad trip.
1: Hey, Chuck, you better stop that crying or it's really going to blow my mind. <laughs> right? <laughs> you're bringing us all down, Robert man.
0: Put <laughs> a suppository up his ass. Trust Robert to make a whole big scene over a little lousy fever. If he just took a
2: suppository up his ass, up. And then her with her, what the fuck was she oh, reading yeah. that she had 12 copies of? Was that like a, love like, story. a like a, thank you. I it couldn't was love story. I was was love story. read the cover. It was love story. Okay. I well, and the whole thing too was like when her husband and I might say, uh, rightfully is like, why does she need a dozen copies of the same book? And her mom is like, well, I had 15 dolls that all looked the same. And it's like, that's not the same fucking that's, thing as carrying yeah. around a goddamn Baker's dozen of the same fucking book. Is she handing them out? Is she proselytizing with it? And Otherwise, still no, this is weird. Normal. This is fucking weird. And the thing is, is it's still fucking weird to have the same, you know, fifteen dolls that of the, the exact same doll you're carrying around. Right. With you. That's still fucking weird. Like, acknowledge your as weirdness. Not as weird as
1: fifteen fucking copies of Love Story That's being weirder. hauled around by your yes. nine year old. I don't know. Fucking- I don't know what you're talking about because in my mind, they're the portrait of the absolutely perfect normal American fake uh, Italian
2: oh, yeah. Italian. Right. Yes. Like, <laughs> I have, like, all I have been in childcare. I have been in childcare too long because the entire time I was like, I would have slapped her little bitch mouth the minute she fucking said that.
1: Yeah. This movie has flaws. <laughs> so. I don't know what you're talking about. You just know that they were really hip, cool, with it. Parents, because you let the kids call them by their first names. Oh not mom and dad. That's <laughs> asshole. asshole. Let's not forget How the with where. it they were.
0: Hey, remember that crazy nickname you gave him? What was it? Asshole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, right. the, the four year old you know pet name serious, for his father he is, asshole. is like, mommy, is mommy OK, daddy? And I'm all like, oh, now Papa, you know don't leave us home with mommy again. <laughs> um, now you know, it's serious.
1: <laughs> one of my uh, favorite exchanges. I know we're still in the car and the credits are still rolling. So this is how deep in the movie. <laughs> <ground>. <laughs> God he hasn't moved on from this, the, spot the father, they're having, they're having this. They're having this frank conversation and about whatever. The, the, the wife made some comment and he goes, I don't know what's wrong with you, honey. You make it sound like I'm screwing every secretary in San Francisco. And I said, not with that mustache or not. OK, no, no way. God no, no. this is a fail. fail.
2: People are going to pay you 25 fail. cents to not take a mustache ride.
1: <laughs> Man, every time dad tries to get all sexy and with it, it's a real bad scene. yeah i gotta side with gail on that
2: one yeah i'm gonna have
1: to agree with gail there thank you see i i see i i can't call her gail i've renamed her potty mouth patty in my head
2: (laughs) i support it peppermint (laughs) potty mouth potty mouth patty i actually (laughs) like that better every once in a while like the kid like like she was likable because like she really tried to take care of her evil weird little brother like constantly yeah. you know like picking him up when he's scared yeah. and she's obviously the one who's feeding him most of the time and better parent than the parent well yeah it's like sure. it's almost so like she was the only fucking adult that was in the house
1: so it, it turns out it turns out that that um our, our Le- juliet mills realizes she's expecting and she tells her husband and they're having a birthday party for the kid that night and they serve the cake and pretty much immediately after she has to go vomit this is another thing I love in Italian movies. It happens a lot when somebody's like in like indisposed in a horrible physical way. And the other character just keeps bombarding them with questions that they can't possibly. And right. she's vomiting of blood in the sink. And the husband's like, oh. Jessica, <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jessica, what's the matter? What happened? When did it start? Are you all right? You feel a bit better? Hey, <laughs> what's the matter with you? Are you okay? Are you all right? Do you feel better now? How are you feeling now? What's wrong? Hey, talk yeah. to me, talk to me, talk to me.
2: It didn't me, occur to him once to maybe call a doctor because yeah. your wife is fucking vomiting blood. Like, oh, no, well, blood. We should go to the fucking is, emergency room. <laughs> even if you're not barfing blood, don't fucking talk to me when I'm puking. I go know. Away. Just pet my hair and let it go. No, don't even <laughs> do that. Don't touch me. Uh, when I was like, in high uh... school, my niece Jessie asked if she could watch me throw up once when I was sick. She was three years old and she's in her 30s now and I'm still angry at her.
1: <laughs> Jesse, I like you and I fear you. That's I- <laughs> Jesse, I
2: love you dearly, but go the fuck away.
1: <laughs> a bit. Yeah. One of my favorite exchanges of dialogue. One of my favorite exchanges of dialogue. They're out to lunch by the harbor and it's lovely. And just- Yeah, it's and they really come- beautiful. She's-, she's suggested names for the kids.
0: What do you think about Steve or Mark? Or Robert, or how about Judy? If it's a
2: girl.
1: So the kid's gonna be gay. You gave him four <laughs> gay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's that line from uh, what is it? Steel Magnolias? All gay men uh-huh. are named Mark, Dave, or Steve. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> you got you got two of them in there. I'll I'll let I'll give I'll give. And then uh, we threw uh,
2: in a the, Judy like in the there just to on the safe side.
1: <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> So
2: you're either uh-huh. going to be a gay man or a gay icon. Those are your choices there, kid. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Either way, it's going to be a bottom. This baby is a bottom.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I did laugh where she was like, what about Steve? And there was this long pause. And I was just like, well, I was That's just that? like, not, who?
1: E. not <laughs> Steven, not Steven. Right.
2: Steven. Or even Stevie. <laughs> Oh, that when they uh, the doll song. We can't forget about the doll song. Okay. What well, I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that because it's the best scene in the There's, movie.
2: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> it's the best scene in the movie. I the one thing that I found very distressing in this movie, and I know because I know what Italian film laws were like at the time and their animal rights. The breaking of the aquarium, I find very distressing. Yes, you I'm know serious. all those things.
2: Yeah.
1: She, one out. of her early freakouts is her husband has a fish fetish. She talks about them all the time, like really stupidly. He's like, I love fish because they're clean and they don't make any noise. And they invariably get along perfectly. I'm like, I'm going uh, to point yeah. out no, f- having one's own 100
2: gallon tank. Fish are not clean. <laughs>
1: they're,
2: they're not clean not to, and they don't get along. They'll also eat each other. Yeah. They also eat each Good luck.
1: They eat their own babies. Like when yeah. they're like, oh, I just know. These are coming out of my body. I better eat, eat them
2: shit. Just trust me on this
1: one. I'm making my own snacks. Om nom nom nom. <laughs> it wasn't an accident. I wanted to break it. It wasn't an accident. I wanted to break it. It wasn't an accident. I wanted to break it. I love a time. <laughs> it wasn't an accident.
0: I wanted to break it. It wasn't an accident. I wanted to break it. I wanted to break it. I wanted to break it.
1: I wanted to break it. <laughs> my and he's like, right. "Honey, what are you?" He's like, "Honey, what are you trying to say?" I'm trying to say it wasn't an accident,
2: <laughs> right? I'm trying to say I hate you and your goddamn um, fish. That's what I'm trying to there say. There was a lot of repeating. Just there was a lot of like, let's just up. Yes. Kind of phrase unless just God, yes. It like that, there's that one. Like I wanted to break it, I wanted to break it, and then the yeah. other one was yeah. like, was just... "I will kill you, I will kill you, yes, I, I will, will kill you." She's gonna kill him, I mean, I over, and kill and over and over and, and, and over. And then after all anymore. that, I will kill you. Then he still lets her out of the fucking straitjacket. It's just like, right. You, you deserved what uh, you got. You really, yeah, did. pretty it's... much. I was kind of hoping she was gonna kill him. I'm not li- I'm not gonna lie. I know. What I was it? kind of. Forward to that. To be perfectly honest,
1: I also love that. Like this is a design thing. Like their their living room is totally European tacky. Like they, they it's oh, totally God not. Yeah, sure exactly it was available okay. in America.
2: Such an ugly like, that, yeah, movie, that, 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 that weird, is kind like, of the Star whole vibe.
1: Star Trek captain's chair that was made out of wicker and it was like nine feet tall and nobody sits in it.
2: But they hung there. Well, yeah, it's probably too fragile. Time.
1: It's for when Morticia comes over. Oh my god. Uh, but I love sure. my one of my favorite things is the kid the design in the kid's room cracks me up because first of all, the boy has a post like an Andy Warhol poster of a soup of a pea soup can. The soup but can. They keep they keep every now and then they'll flash to things in the room and I'm going, what's happening? Uh there's a picture right. of like this the old weird. Woody Allen guy with old Woody Allen or looking the, guy with his ass hanging out. Like, what's that? Glass
2: bowling. I want to know about the just the pictures of the pair of shoes in the kids' room. That's yes, all it was, just yes. shoes. Not even interesting the weird... shoes, just old, dirty tennis no. shoes. I remember thinking that, too, like, why the fuck do they have shoes up on the wall? <laughs>
1: shoes.
2: Shoes. Oh, oh, my God.
1: My God shoes. <laughs> these shoes <are> <laughs> I mean, these shoes do suck, joke, so. But if you look really closely, there's lots of dolls around. All the dolls are naked, spread-eagle, and have their stomachs ripped out.
2: Well, and I noticed there was like that one baby doll that was in the background <laughs> that looked like somebody was about to fuck it. <laughs> like it was yeah.
1: like on its yeah, back, it was up in the ass.
2: Yes. Air. yes. <laughs> ah, that this movie yeah, this,
1: Um, but yeah, so we're just like we're, we're figuring out that oh, there's something wrong with the baby, and she's acting weirder and weirder and she'll keep disappearing at night and it's all blah blah blah, whatever. And but it's also something going on with the sun. Like the sun all of a sudden has an invisible friend. He has a Jody from, he has a Jody from Amityville Horror before he was a Jody.
0: Careful, Gail, if you sit down there, you'll crush him. Crush what? All right, what have you hidden here? A mouse, a worm, a spider? Oh bullshit. There's nothing here at all, Ken. He's not a mouse or a worm or a spider. He's my buddy. And he's there. And right now he's resting. Sure, sure. You're the jerk, because when he's not resting, he follows me all over and listens to everything I say. Sure, Schmuckhead, sure. He's invisible, but he really exists, and the only person who can see him is you. But to you, there's nothing surprising about that. It's just as normal as can be, right? I think you're nuts. I suppose everybody else is supposed to be scared. Are you? Scared of what? How can you be scared of something you can't even see? Oh, man, if you can't see something, it means it can't exist. No way. Don't say that. Hey, Gail.
1: <laughs> but this is the best scene in the movie. It's an extended scene with just the, the son and the daughter, and the, the, the daughter comes in talking to his imaginary friend. She's like, Ken, what's the matter with you? There's things that you can't see can't hurt you. You're freaking out, man. You got to calm down. <laughs> right. Are you, you take
2: some well, and half as Annie? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and one of my favorite parts of this is that they, they decide that they're hungry, so the daughter goes to the refrigerator to get some snacks, and I don't know what time it is, but <laughs> she comes back with a huge plate of flan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or some kind of weird fucking aspic.
1: Yes, it, I, I remember. It, I no, like, it was. Okay. Oh, honey, honey, no, no. It, this movie, watching this movie, was the inspiration I said, you know what, I wanted to start a. I want to start a magazine featuring creme boulets and horror movies. And I'm going to call it Gorio.
2: <laughs> I love it. I will have a subscription. I love this.
1: Hey, well, and Hey, if you, if you just pay an extra $10 a month, you can get, you see some really intimate photos on our only flans page. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: Well, until, uh, visa comes <laughs> in and then, uh, I mean, then I'm it can angry. only be, uh, it can only be visa approved. Uh, Photos. Was, I'm
1: looking at, an, looking at. it. I ain't even eating. I was looking at it going, who the fuck is an entire serving of flan just sitting around? Right. That's for something. Somebody made that for something. That's for an event right. that is ruined. I was it. wondering I maybe it more. if it like- was like
2: for uh, Demon Blonde Boy's uh, birthday. It was the leftover flan because they seem to be the type of family to not have a birthday cake but a birthday flan. We <laughs> saw that I had the case, cake though because the there was a the thing where cake. she made it. The little girl made it. I still want
1: stuff.
2: Say. Uh-huh. Poison and banana,
1: warm spit, bronze. arsenic, yeah.
2: Which is spit, poison banana i all like, okay, honey, you're trying so hard to be edgy. <laughs> right. It's just not, you're not trying, working. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're what? you edgy, no shit
1: like that. I used to do shit like that. I used to do that shit, too. I used to. I'm with her on that one. But no, so this whole scene's great. So she comes back and, like, everything goes bananas. Like, they're talking about the doll.
0: Hey, would a doll drown if you held it down underwater? In a way, yes, because it gets so wet and filthy and horrible that you'd have to throw it away. But that's the way I like them. Do they ever talk? I bet they do, sure but they only talk to each other when they're all alone and no one's around. I guess that then they get down off their shelves and go wandering about all over the house. They probably do exactly the same things that they see us doing because I'm absolutely sure that they're watching us all the time, sitting up there, unable to move, but following everything we do. I'd love to watch them walking about on their own, wouldn't you?
1: And... like you're panning around the room and you're seeing like the doll's eyes start to move and like, or light up or like funky angles in the dolls. And it's, 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 mm-hmm. it looks great. It looks great. And while she's yeah, going I like to get the flan, we get, we get the doll song. We get the K oh, song. Oh God, K. the fucking doll song. <laughs> what starts with K,
2: Ken, knitting. The end. That's the whole song. Knitting, knitting. I just, yes. I don't know. what the K, Ken, K. What begins
0: with K Ken, K What begins with G G? Gail, girl g g G.
1: G-g-g Oh, I'm going This is getting really trippy And the song's really weird I'm like, what starts with K K K-hole Ketamine (laughs) 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 Kiss my ass (laughs) King. And the doll's like
2: Ketamine
1: down, do, down back, 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 do. What starts with D? Dick, dick, more dick. <laughs> <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> if, if it was that doll that was waiting to get, if it was that doll that was waiting to get fucked. That's what she'd be saying, like dick. Probably, dick.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> was. Dirty, dirty dick. And it, But, I mean, those are those moments where, like, all, like what you were saying, this could have been a fucking musical because every single moment like that went on just a little too long. Way like, it was just, like, long. going for a little too long where you're like, oh, that's creepy. But now I'm used to it. So now it's not creepy. Now I'm just
1: bugged. <laughs> it's yeah. like. So Gail gets back with the flan. there's son, like, licks his entire face looking at it. Ah, yeah. Ah, it's, it's gross. It's uh, so... I, I just don't really came fun. to the
2: realization last night that I don't like it when people do that to convey hunger. It's just gross. No, it's no, really no, no
1: it's, you could do it to my butt. Keep your slimy butthole, job of the totally
2: tongue. Keep your slimy job of the hut tongue in your mouth when I'm trying to enjoy my food.
1: Oh, gross! Well, so apparently gross. The, flan, the flan didn't want to be eaten because it just immediately. I through. guess. I it, it it's murdered. All of a sudden, it flies to the ceiling and it breaks up, and that's when everything goes Which, bananas. That was pretty, all cool, yeah. It, honestly,
2: like and that's all when it's this. like, Trumpy, you can do stupid things. That's Yes, that's, that's it like, really bananas. was.
1: Like all the dolls, all start lighting up. Like all this crazy shit. The room starts shaking, and these lights start coming up through the floorboards. And this was actually great. Like and also going, I'm yeah. doing films, Italian film centers, like those kids. We're in total jeopardy this whole time. Whatever this rig was, yeah. it was a total death trap. And, and I, could have I died at laughed any moment. while they
2: are literally screaming like they are on fire and not one parent has come
1: in at all during any of yeah Well, he's not home and, and yeah, dad's busy
2: wandering around with his thumb up his ass. And then mom's busy being possessed in the corner. It just made me laugh. I was just all like, yeah, you're, you're fine. You're fine kids. It's all like, I have a feeling that they wouldn't actually come in anyway, to be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah. But this scene, basically it was terrifying and had no payoff. It had no payoff, which was sad. Like,
2: yeah, it was building
1: like, something and then it just ended. Well, and and the, the dad came they home and it obviously,
2: all well, they obviously intimated that it was supposed to be that something would happen to Gail because she goes into the the, the room, tries to wake up her mom. Her mom does the, the head turning around bullshit. Uh, ripoff number two.
1: And yep. then, I have no uh, idea what Gilles... you're talking about. It, it was a totally <laughs> right. Hey, hey, no, what are <laughs> you not... talking? It was totally original. No, her the player, her head spinning to the right. The the Julie, she went to the left. Totally different <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Totally. Uh but
2: and then, then Gail screams. It cuts to the dad coming into the darkened apartment, and the first thing he sees on the floor is a doll wearing the same outfit as Gail, with its head yeah. ripped off.
1: Oh, oh! Thank you for bringing that up because goddamn the '70s, goddamn the '70s when it was okay for little girls to run around in dirndles. Those Heidi dresses.
2: Right. Oh, don't yeah. bring that back.
1: Do not bring that back. That was a bad time. A
2: weird Ooh, I remember I I that. House house I, I, remember, I
1: remember class picture day. So many dirndles. Oh, God. No, Jesus. Oh my God. I love I love me a dress with a petticoat. I yeah, remember
2: okay. those. I think I had a dress like that.
1: <laughs> I was just I,
2: I don't know if I had one, but, but I wanted it.
1: The only thing to come of this is that that when the father comes home, Gail comes up to him and she's like, I, please not leave us alone Papa. with mommy anymore.
2: Oh, yeah. Papa Papa, Papa. Papa. After he was all, hey, fuck you, Robert. And all of a sudden, it's Papa. Right. Yeah, pretty I'll, much. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Don't leave <laughs> yeah. us at home
1: with mommy anymore. And this is where the movie dies. Because now she's, yep. uh, Julia is, is going to get super possessed. And the kids drop out of the movie. So my three most interesting things were gone. And we're yeah, left but... with these three assholes. Oh, and I don't but... understand Dimitri's role. I don't understand Demetri's role. Are you good or are you bad? Because the devil is like, you have to do this. You have to make sure the baby is born and I'll let you live. I'll let you live. I'll end your suffering and you can live again. I want her and I want that baby. And then the devil makes everything as hard as possible for that baby to be born. And I'm going... <laughs> I, I, I... You're not and wrong. I, so I can understand why Richard Johnson looks confused the whole movie. Although one of my favorite musical sequences is when like, we have several scenes where like Steven's meeting with the doctor uh, at the restaurant or he's walking around by himself and he's getting cruised by Dimitri. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm God. Playing the music. I, for the, there's a long one of these long musical sequences where Dimitri is like, he, like Dimitri keeps popping up. I'm like, you're getting cruised, honey. You're getting cruised on the streets <laughs> of San Francisco <laughs> yeah. and the music is totally porno. It's totally seventies. It porno. is. Oh God. It was very like, <laughs> They, they, they have, they, hold on. They have these moments where all of a sudden they, 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 they realize they were looking at each other or like through a window or something, or like one would be in a glass elevator and they'd be staring at each other. i going, kiss him, kiss him. Right.
2: <laughs> Just fuck. <laughs> one thing that did crack me the fuck up, though, is so the scene you have you have the whole the children are traumatized scene. Gail comes out of nowhere clinging to her father's arm and says, Papa, please don't leave us home alone again with mommy. The next scene, he's left them alone. At home with mommy. (laughs) It's like he immediately was like, I have to go. Well, this was fun, kids. I don't have time to be a father. I have to go and get get assaulted by a roving jazz band. I'm still not over the fucking jazz band, okay? I'm just not over that.
1: One of those things I found fascinating, like in these scenes where he's getting cruised and that scene that we keep talking about, there's a scene where it's pointless, where you see him walking around in in the hate in hate ashbury And... Mm -hmm. This, this roving band of of musicians just start taunting him? And I don't. I think the whole, and the whole vibe is, oh hell, black people are scary. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and I noticed that there
2: was like a low key. It reminded me of in uh, the Prince of Darkness how all of the homeless people are utilized. It had yeah. the same vibe of, oh, uh, the devil's present, so he's going to use all the colored folk.
1: Look how evil I am! I'm playing my flute with my nose. That happens in the movie. Which, I was watching the movie last week with listener Tara Gardner. Hi, Tara. And I was joking beforehand. She's like, okay, I'll be there at nine o'clock. I said, be sure to bring your nose flute." And she's like, what? Huh? And then when that scene came up, she's like, oh, you weren't kidding. <laughs>
2: no, I guess it had to yeah. be so
1: that he could grin evilly while he did it. But. But if you listen if you listen to the music that's recorded, whoever's doing it is playing their, their wind instrument with their nose, you can hear it. No one will
0: help
2: you. Oh yeah, you can totally hear them playing with their nose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh well, my God. I know that's a thing. But what, I've seen what, that what before I
1: think is, in the Simpsons, I know I know. Ralph Wiggins did it. <laughs> That's a mighty fine certain kid. Uh, oh my God. It was yeah, a the, the
2: nose flute and being like nose flute and bongos. It's like that. Those are the ones you got to watch out for, man. Nose yeah. uh-huh. bongo.
1: but the thing is, if you know, if you watch that, if you ever happen to see the movie again, those scenes. I don't think they had a permit to shoot any of that because the extras are not behaving like extras. Like they're looking too hard at the, the what's going on. And then looking yeah. right dead in the barrel of the camera. Yes. Yeah. Hey, we don't need a permit I think there's a, a, a lot permit of permit. Should, hey.
2: should we just
1: should we call somebody? Like, should I be worried? Should we are we next? <laughs> and, like, and you know the movie's gonna be bad from here on out because from here on out, the husband Robert, all of his outfits are like a symphony of brown. <laughs> yeah. You're right. There are so many shades of brown. I was like, oh honey, no, honey. Oh, God.
2: No. You are not wrong. None of them flattering. Now, is it me did or understand? did Robert really, really, really want to be David, uh, Donald Sutherland from Body Snatchers? Is it me? Or is yeah, it... I was thinking that, too.
1: Personally, personally, I think that because that came four years later, I think Donald Sutherland's character was based on Robert. But like, we're going to give him an awesome mustache <laughs> and see what happens. And see what That's happened. What it, was. it was a much better movie. People like got Dr. Cough a mustache on him. Let's see what happens. See <laughs> why I got Dr. coughdrops dropped. <laughs> Did you understand any of that him. shit with the cough drops? I did not understand. No. He, they kept well, having at, these long-lingering close-ups was, of him arranging his cough drops.
2: All they I could did, think is it was making a cross in the negative space, but then nothing ever came of that. Well, they also no. just did weird close-ups on weird fucking shit all the time. Like, there wasn't just that. It was like the cough drops. There was when the kid threw his empty can out of the backseat, and we, like, had a very long oh, yeah, they bloody, did the crash uh, zoom close-up of that. It. And then there was that crash... Crash Zoom on the bedroom doorknob, just the doorknob, and I was just like, "There was a lot of like shit that." Hey, hey, I've been, I've been, I've
1: been known, I've been known to crash Zoom on a knob myself.
2: Well, I mean, we've all said that that about you, Patrick. Interesting to watch, you know. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Why?
1: Why? Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Don't mind if I do. This whole movie should have been cut uh,
2: by about forty minutes. Yes.
1: Easily, apparently, there's another edit of it where it makes sense, but we're not there yet. I doubt that. What what am I? What am I? I I like there's there's a point where I think Dimitri's talking to the husband, and the husband's having a cocktail, and all of a sudden he realizes there's an eyeball in his drink. Yes, (laughs) my brain went, Oh no, I have an eyeball in my eyeball. (laughs) What the
2: fuck? Well, and that was another fairly well done effect. Where, because like for a minute, it's like on the floor and it's like looking around, like it's pivoting itself on the floor. Like that was a pretty good practical effect. I have to give him that. Yeah. Though. Yeah. It had some moments that were the, like that was kind of cool, followed by many yeah, the, moments of that was fucking stupid. I mean, that, yeah, there was way more shot, that was there's there's fucking shot, stupid than that was kind of cool. Uh,
1: yes, there's a there's a shot where the doctor's wife is watching over her while she's yes you know, has that's actually what I was just and, gonna say, and she wakes up for a minute and is looking at the woman and like one eye is moving independently of the other. Yes. And I yes. don't know how they did it. It that looks was, great. I think
2: cool, actually. I, I, I watched it a couple of times. I think honestly, it was just a really well done, like um like stacked shot where it was. They yeah, filmed so her too. with her eyes closed. They filmed her with her eyes open and then they spliced it. That's what but I it was too. Really, I think it,
1: Really it. well done. <laughs> it's seamless. It but well, what I love most about it is that, the doctor's wife was watching her. Has no reaction. She's like, "Are you okay? Are you all right? What's right. wrong with you? Are you I awake? You hear me, Are you awake? Hear me? Again, barbarding this woman. Don't you with recognize questions.
2: me? <laughs> well, and could we please also <laughs> say, Barbara, little age, inappropriate to be married to Doctor Coughdrop? Yes, I smell <laughs> a trophy wife. Oh, hey, she is yeah. such a trophy wife. Anyone who would just be like, "Yes, I'll go spy on your friend's wife for no reason," right. yeah, it's. It, uh, yeah, there there is something wrong with that. I always wanted to spy on people, baby. How did you know? Let's do this. It'll be great, <laughs> right? Um, it's totally not an invasion of our friendship. Oh, no, not at all. There's,
1: then there's that guy. Okay, the thing is with this last half of the movie is like you have the three men in her life, each taking a turn trying to take care of her, and it's all really boring. The only thing mm-hmm. that I liked was when the doctor was there. It was like a cut scene from Steel Magnolias from Trudy's hair, hair salon. <laughs> What she's got right. which she's <laughs> yes. <puts her> <laughs> I'm a pretty oh, girl mama look at me now <laughs> i also, I also I like appreciated the fact that, the fact
2: that got that... her to sit still long enough to put all those tiny itty bitty electrodes all over her so meticulously.
1: yeah yeah i had that i've the, the had energy? that test done i've had that test done it blows it blows you got goop on your head for days and not yeah. in a fun way but uh <laughs>
2: I, there's no fun way to have goop on your head for days. I'm sorry. Even if for you had days, fun no. getting it there, there will be a smell.
1: No, a smell. You're going to start attracting flies. It's no good. It's No good. No. Yes. Uh, yes. does not even that they get defeated. It's just like, they just stand there and do nothing and they're like, Oh, well, and then just leave her to continue on her satanic ways. I did think it was clever that instead of barfing pea soup, she barfed cream spinach. Right. Hey, it's different. They totally never It's spinach.
2: Well, and then it was like, and then they like were like, oh, go ahead and play in it, honey.
1: Like, make it real gross. Yeah, and this is all boring exorcist shit done poorly. So this is all very boring. Very, I, very like, poorly.
2: Like,
1: which well, is the satanic sit and spin for a minute, which is just floating in the air and just like just sitting there and spinning. I'm mean, this is dumb. This is dumb. This <laughs> is just dumb. Yeah. Meanwhile, people are trying to solve the mystery. The doctor goes and talks to like they're trying to figure out who the fuck Dimitri is, and they track down this crazy houseboat lesbian the expository of crazy (laughs) house. My favorite thing about this, she's dumping all this exposition that doesn't make a lick of sense. And they keep panning back and the doctor's gone. He's totally gone, but she's still talking I'm like, who are you talking to? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. She just,
2: she just does this every afternoon around about two o'clock and you just have to get there on time. If you want the whole story. Exactly.
1: Thank you. Oh, Oh, don't, don't, don't bother her now. She's expositioning. She'll be fine. <laughs> yes,
2: it's her 2 p.m. exposition. She's like go into the exposition room and see how this is going? <laughs> yeah, and it's like there's, waking there's, a sleepwalker. Whole... Just don't do it.
1: Yes, there's a whole bullshit <laughs> finale with, like, with between Dimitri and, and Juliet Mills, which really nothing comes of it, except I just got to say, there was a lot of talk of plunging. Plunge your hands into her. Plunge your hands into her so that you
0: may live! Do what, I tell you? Rip the creature out of her! Plunge your hands in and rip it out!
1: Plunge your hands into her. Plunge it. Oh, yes. no plunging. Like, say no to plunging. Apparently, there's a cut somewhere that they show his hands plunging into her vagina that's in that other cut. Oh, I don't need to see that. Rose. No. Honestly, it the would baby be more out. interesting
2: if all of that um, cream spinach came flying out of her vagina instead of her mouth. At least that would have that been, been funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly I, what I thought I, reg-
1: at first. I regret first. I regret being friends with you for that comment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, sometimes no, you got to load your badge no up no with why. cream spinach, and, and cannon fire it. But somebody. it's got like, to be cream a spinach. natural. There has to be a natural progression up from ping pong balls.
1: I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, if it's that cream spinach with the pearl onions <laughs> in it, there you go. Right. <laughs> that's
2: that's the you know that's your halfway step away from the ping pong balls. Until eventually, <laughs> you're just. You're just painting the room with cream of asparagus soup. And you're just eventually pulling well, balls.
1: <laughs> ha, have you seen the Triple Exorcist? No. I have Horns. not. There's pea soup shooting out of every orifice. Like, there are points where she's just power oh, shitting the walls. God. Like, this is the most revolting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Play
2: it again. And some, some fucking deviant out there is masturbating to it. <laughs>
1: Oh, some, deviant, some deviant, some deviant vegans like, ah, right in my mouth. Shit in my mouth. Shit. Yeah, exactly. But then, no, shit no, the, spinach. Shit the spinach? Should the spinach? Ba- I think this comes to anything because I think the baby's born dead. Somebody killed yeah. without no no baby. With,
2: with no mouth. With no like, fucking mouth. up with the no mouth? That took me a minute. Like I was like, does it? That was weird. Oh, like, what?
1: Like I was literally like, um, I think we're led to believe that this had nothing to do with the baby. It was to distract them. What was going on with the son? That the son's really the chosen one. <laughs> Cause yeah, I, I guess on the ferry, they're on the ferry. And there's that stupid gift box that he's carrying around from the first time he appears. He's got that black bit gift box mm-hmm. for the whole movie that they never referenced when he I finally think, opens it she, to Didn't think his she card. get that
2: for oh. him at the Safeway? I don't even remember yet. I don't he remember had that fucking box he had when he was sick and they pulled the covers down oh, and he was okay. under the covers yeah. with it. That's the only time I remember that goddamn thing. No, no I've seen I, it enough times, it's, her it's her in handing the car with him. him. Yeah, but I couldn't figure out if he had had it and it had just fallen and she was handing it back to him or if she had gotten it for him at the Safeway. Anyway, she does buy him a lot different. of toys, weirdly, in this movie. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> But well, yeah, all he wants yeah, is, is that fucking get one of canned musical- soup. That's all he wants. <laughs>
1: yeah, because we get one of those long musical sequences where it's her shopping at F.A.O. Schwartz, but the music, the music, the vocals yeah. that are on the on the that are on the soundtrack are going, "Don't turn around, look out, who's oh, <laughs> there? What are you doing?" Do you think F.A.O. Schwartz is excited She's to be in this? A. In A. Double Schwartz. Movie. Welcome. to... Well, granted, the place is terrified. Welcome to our world. Welcome to our world. Welcome to our world. Yeah, of it toys. is. Of it toys. is a little For... creepy.
2: I've been in that FAO Schwartz.
1: Oh, I had friends that worked there and they're like, oh, my God, it's those same 16 bars all day long, all day long. It never <laughs> wow. stops.
2: Just being in yeah, the store was crazy. enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he opens up the box and it's Dimitri's car that went off the bridge at the beginning and then you finally see the car hit the water and it's supposed to be powerful i suppose some deep philosophical meaning that whatever when he, that the devil's chucks, broke his, he th- throws the toy all into all the water, water
2: yeah and then there's yeah. uh yeah and then there he turns around with his um wonderful crayoned green eyes and that right. shot is a little once again way too long for it to be creepy
1: the it's end 14 <laughs> minutes long it's a 14 minute freeze frame yeah. credits roll and that's the end of the movie this movie's bonkers i love the first half julia mills is so good i'm gonna say this is what i want to say what she's so good this whole movie has been redubbed because most, most of the, most of the actors are not American it's just, or, or, English. well, yeah, and that was, it's Richard Johnson.
2: That was a real common thing with Italian
1: movies too. It is very common. It's very common. They're speaking English, but it would be, their accents would be too heavy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they, everything's just dubbed. Her performance is so good. Like I can say this from experience, dubbing lines is a real pain in the ass. And there's a reason why you mm-hmm. only do it for a line or two because you're recreate you're not performing anymore you're recreating a performance So there's already a disconnect to the mm-hmm. disconnect her mm-hmm. stuff is still connected she's giving a hell of a mm-hmm. performance that's dubbed i think she's great in the first half and then all of a sudden she's like uh, yeah she's, and her uh, to go like, to the like, man oh, who cares about a lady problems go to the man hey stand around <laughs> your is. own brown suit well, do nothing and her Run around, spin around spin the spin. spinach
2: <laughs> <laughs> one thing i i i will say is even though they were little assholes the little kid who played 10 i was occasionally worried for him because there was a there was the gross scene where she kissed him on the mouth and then oh, oh yeah for like I was for 14 that upset me that upset me and then uh then there was also the scene where when the doctor's wife is coming to take them And that poor little guy is crying his fucking eyes out as -hmm. she's trying to comb his hair. And it's like, I I don't know if he just didn't want his hair combed or if somebody pinched him, but he He was not a happy curly hair. hair.
1: You don't brush that like normal hair. You know, he had tight. Right. Mm -hmm. They probably hurt the hell out of him. I would imagine. Yeah. And so that's why we shot that scene in "Uh Rome. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's right. Beyond the Door. Did that make any sense, sense to you? Listen, listeners, did any of no. that make any sense to you? It didn't yeah. to us be The, the, so, the, the yeah, movie I made no say, sense,
2: so you're just as caught up as me we are, So there you go. Pretty much.
1: And there are actually two sequels to Beyond the Door, but they're not real sequels. They, he just retitled other movies. Yeah, they were when just they cash grabs, right? But but Ken is back in Beyond the Door too. Playing a different character. Oh.
2: Oh my God. Oh really? I was. I wanted him to come back as Ken, and he has like the big fro. <laughs> yeah. It's well, the same actor, maybe, or
1: it's. It's the same actor. It's the same actor playing Ken, oh. but a, a different character. Beyond the Door too, which I, I'm to a little. Right. And then the He's third, the third Ken. one's about a haunted train. So the third one's about a haunted train. So I mean, nothing you, know, to do with you
2: know, like you do. It was either haunted <laughs> train or go into space. I actually would be beyond the door in space, just like yeah. I'd watch it. I'd actually watch it. It can't be any. It can't be any more con- um like easy to understand than this movie. So why not beyond, go into right. space?
1: Beyond the door into hood.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then beyond the door into hood I like this. Return Leprechaun
1: versus hood. the door, and also, also, also. This is the thing. This is very stupid. Since this movie is so connected to my childhood, growing up as a child of Long Island, is that I have to stop myself mentally every time I say the title because my Long Island accent wants to come out and pronounce it beyond the door.
2: Beyond the door. Beyond the door.
1: Excuse me. Can I get two tickets, please, for beyond the door?
2: (laughs) I need to go see what's on the other side of this fucking door. I need to see what's on the other side of the door before I just lose my fucking mind. Oh my god,
1: did you <laughs> see that Paul, where he plunged his hands into her? Oh my god. Oh my god. god.
2: A, I love a movie with a lot of plunging. And there was just all that spinach coming out of her mouth. It my was dad just was so disgusting. Plumber. I thought it was going to die. Hey, honey, how
1: come you never let me plunge your pussy? I mean, There'll be no pussy plunging. Stop plunging pussies. Is it clogged? Then don't oh plunge my
2: it. God. Step it away from the <laughs> pussy. Yes. That's Back awkward. away you from said, the pussy. <laughs> Slowly.
1: (laughs) But as far as the action verb show, they picked a powerful one. (laughs) Plunging is a very powerful one. Yeah, right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. And it's memorable
1: as fuck. Yeah. I I I can't really say I recommend this movie. If you like these kind Mm-mm. of movies, then yeah, check it out. If you don't like Italian seventies horror movies, it's not for you. If you didn't follow any of this, you're not going to follow any of it. I, I would <laughs> no. suggest
2: just like getting high as balls <laughs> and then watching it. So yeah. or just you know what, just eat is- some M and M's and take a nap. Yeah, that actually would probably be or a better. Excuse way me, to that spend would be a better time, use of your
1: time. Just chill out, make some flan. You know, it's not ice cream, right. it's not right jello, the it's ceiling. not pudding, it's floss. That's man. what you do, you to judge children. To it's fancy, man. Yeah, you it's gotta cool. eat the, the devil's
2: flan. That's what this movie should have been Teach. called. The
1: devil's with the devil!
2: There was one point where I remember thinking, I think it's during the, it's the, just the big just
1: where I was... <laughs>
2: <laughs> there was one point where the soundtrack got so overwrought that i was expecting the greased up saxophone dude from uh the lost boys to come out yeah because <laughs> was a lot of
1: he's like nine he needs- years old at the time I, yeah <laughs> so pretty much i kind greased that- up
2: and that guy came out and insulted and Robert instead of nose flute guy. I mean, that actually right? would have been you know, yeah. All his, like That probably actually that would, have, would have been frightening. That would have a been large if oily man funny. with a saxophone <laughs> following yes. you through downtown San Francisco.
1: What? Playing a saxophone with your nose. That's got to be a, that's got that's an America's Got Talent thing right there.
2: I, I'm just yes, saying I that to buy tickets for that right show. <laughs> that's where
1: uh, the price prices so that beyond the door. So 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 ladies. For those not familiar with Creepy Kitsch, you just got Creepy Kitsch. That's pretty much how it goes over there. Yeah, pretty there. much. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, this I mean, is pretty we've much been it. Talking about horror movies, it's freeform, it's crazy. I love them, but that's what you do. But why, why, don't, you, why don't you explain what goes on over there in your own <laughs> words? I won't mansplain it for you, even though I just did.
2: We essentially do the screaming There's anger, a lot of screaming. There's a lot of talk about lady bits and periods. We're currently on hiatus because our um, editor had to retire because his life got too busy for him. So I'm trying to learn editing as fast as I can. And hopefully we will be back in January. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of uh, Fortunately, there there's, there's episodes, be... episodes are
1: long enough to keep you occupied till then.
2: Yeah. So. They, they're very, very long cool. episodes. So, Cause we just, I apologize, but I'm not sorry. I'm honestly not yeah, sorry you might, either. You might you, <laughs>
1: might, you might, you might, you might talk about You might be talking about movies, but one of you is burning your boob while you're baking, you know, cooking something. On the Look, stuff, like oh, yeah, I was making fry the bread.
2: Okay. When you, uh, I ended up with um, a, a blister on my streaming I hate everyone for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm still angry over e- uh, Ilsa She-Wolf with the
1: motherfucking ass Yeah,
2: I'm still salty about that.
1: And you bring it up every time you're on, so that's how bitter you are. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm angry. God.
2: I hate that movie.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
2: It, it was not boring. It was one of the least boring soft porns I have ever seen in my life. With an <laughs> upsetting cool story. Swedish Cool finish.
1: story finish they're gone they're gone they're gone now they're gone now they're gone now They've, i've lost them okay <laughs> how can people find you what platforms are you on how do they subscribe well
2: uh, we you can find us on our very sad little blog website uh com. uh we're yeah, on facebook yeah, our um, yeah, just we're kind of on whatever—not anything but Spotify because we're not that popular, and we well, also, we can't uh, figure out how to do. We're it. on Facebook. Uh, our Facebook book is actually pretty active, even though we don't have a lot of episodes mm-hmm. coming out right now. So yeah, just Creepy Kitsch podcast on Facebook. And, Basically, if you want to go on felt- Facebook and see something weird or upsetting, ours is a pretty good place to start. Yeah.
1: And but, hey, uh, listeners, sure. if you didn't get enough of Creepy Kitch today. Guess what? They're going to be back in December because we recorded an episode last year on this little Christmas slasher movie called To All a Good Night. That was exclusive material and it was some premium content. It's going to be released for Christmas. We're going to have a creepy kitsch Christmas (laughs) here at Scream Queen. So buckle in, like prepare you, like <laughs> start carbo loading now because that episode a is very creepy, hours. That,
2: or, that is like a very, very creepy, catch yeah. Christmas. Yes. It's a very creepy Christmas. So <laughs> not to mention that. Wow. We talked for a really long time during that episode.
1: There was a lot. There was, lots lots of talk was to There's a lot to be said, and comparatively, that had a cohesive plot. That was gone with the wind compared to this movie. It truly was. Yeah.
2: Yeah, There was there there was a lot to analyze apparently compared to where we were Mm -hmm. with this (laughs) one.
1: Yes. Oh God. All right. (laughs) So Cindy, Cindy Stacy, thank you for coming out with me, uh, coming hanging out with me. Thank you for watching this ridiculous movie. Thank you for being fabulous. You're welcome back anytime. As well as you know, I love you. Fabulous. Stay healthy. Grab each other's boobs. Virtually. We will. You know,
2: when I see her again, which we will probably do. be soon, I will grab her boobs. That's we always I said, do. We had a titty trio going at one point. <laughs> we, that, that was fun, actually.
1: Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for enjoying this movie. I love you both. Love Have you a good too. one. We're out. <laughs> Right, thank you again, Lucindy and Stacy, for coming out and playing with me in the nightmare closet. Not only do they make bad movies a lot more fun, it's always great to find out that when you revisit one of these things from childhood, that there was nothing to be scared of in the first place, except that guy with the flute in his nose. That's something else entirely. So even though Beyond the Door didn't scare me at all, you know what I discovered does scare me: the return of listener voicemail.
2: Hey, Patrick, just wanted to say that I love the show been working my way through uh, all the back episodes that I can get my grubby little hands on, and I've noticed something. You have never, not once, reviewed the greatest vampire movie ever made, in my personal opinion,
1: Near Dark, from 1988, directed by Catherine Bigelow. So get on that, okay? Thanks. You have a great day now. Bye-bye. Listen, I appreciate the note that you gave me, anonymous caller, but I don't like your tone much, nor do I like those vicious threats, and such obscene language. How dare you tell me to have a nice day? I know what that means. I speak Southern. Are you Southern? I don't know. I don't know anything about you because I didn't leave your name. Rude. I hate it when an obscene phone caller makes all those promises and then don't even leave their name. Oh, wait. I know your name. I think your name is Benjamin. And I also think That you, sir, yes, you, sir, are a first-time caller! Yay! Yay! Wow, it's been a really long time since I've done that. Ooh, that felt good. Oh, I can hear your questions now. Oh, but Patrick, how did you know who it was when he didn't leave his name? Are you some kind of psychic or something? No, silly. No, I got the information because Benjamin here left his voicemail on the ScreamQueens.com webpage. It's a new feature, but we'll come back to that in a bit because I got to deal with this. I'm sorry, Benjamin. I don't mean to pick on you. I don't mean to pick on you. I'm just out of practice with voicemail. And it was so nice. I don't know what to do with it. Usually it's people yelling at me. But yes, you are absolutely right. I have not covered Near Dark, directed by Catherine Bigelow. You know why? I have a subconscious block against it because February, as we know, every year, is Women in Horror Month. And for a long time, Near Dark was the only movie any horror podcast covered during Women in Horror Month. It was that and the Slumber Party Massacre, and that was about it. So I've always had that in my mind as something that has been done and done. But I think you're right. I think it's about time. So keep your eye on this Green Queen schedule. I will be adding that to the roster somewhere. So one of the new features on screamqueens.com is that you can leave me a 60 second voicemail right there on the web page. There ain't no phone number anymore you can just leave it right there. There's a tab on the right hand side of the page it says leave me a voicemail or you can go to slash voicemail get them in and I just might play him on the show especially if you talk dirty to me like Benjamin did. Okay, I know he didn't talk dirty to me, but a girl can dream, all right? God. Since we're doing things backwards here from now on, what's been going on at Scream Queens headquarters? Well, the main thing is, is things have been a lot better since they were last time we talked. You know, I had that spate of awful, awful luck between the end of the last season and the premiere of this season. My mother's mental health has been rapidly declining. Alzheimer's is setting in. She doesn't know me anymore. I lost Miss Smoochie. She went over the Rainbow Bridge. I got really sick. I lost a whole lot of weight. I was really weak and had a whole hard time getting around. Not to add on to the misery, but something I didn't bother to tell you last time because I thought it was too much was that I got mugged right outside my apartment. Yeah, I lost my wallet and all my ID and all access to cash for a couple of weeks. But that's all resolved itself. Things have been normal. well, COVID normal. But, you know, it's normal. I'm starting to get out a bit more. I'm feeling better. My weight has stabilized. And now the idea is to keep it off. You know, i get it... Now that it's at a normal level, I, the idea is to keep that COVID twenty from coming back. So I've been going to the gym, I've been exercising, I'm feeling good, I'm looking good, things are pretty cool. And I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if you remember when the musicals taught me everything I know. Crew was on during that last Halloween potathon, literally the last Halloween potathon two years ago or three years ago, whenever that was. They were on to talk about the fan, and I talked about my friend Troy, who was a Broadway dancer who was in. The movie The Fan, well, Troy lives out in Palm Springs now, and he had been following my tales of woe, and he said, you have had such a spate of hard luck, I think you need a vacation. So he invited me to come out to Palm Springs for most of November. I'm going out for Pride and then staying for a couple of weeks and seeing a couple of friends in California as well. So I'm not going to be here for November. What? What? But you just came back. Hold your horses, kids. Hold your horses, kids. One of the things that's been keeping me busy is that I'm recording episodes in advance, both here and on Patreon. So nobody's missing anything. You've got a full schedule of episodes that are actually already programmed to go out to you. So barring any major technical difficulties between now and then, you're not going to miss a beat. Everything's already covered. But Patrick, what are you doing for Halloween? Well, I don't know what I'm doing for Halloween yet. Because I never know what I'm doing for Halloween. It's weird to be a horror podcaster, and then you have everything planned except for Halloween night itself. But there's a few things going on that I'm excited about. For instance, next week, I'm going to a haunted house. There's a bunch of them that have opened here in the city, and a lot of them are from, from companies that I'm a little iffy about. Like, I don't know how compliant with laws they're going to be, and how crowded they're going to be, and they don't make me feel good. But... My friends over at Psychoclan, the production company Psycho Clan, they're the folks that did the nightmare houses that I talked about quite a bit. Nightmare of bad dreams, nightmare fairy tales, nightmare superstition, nightmare carnival, all that stuff. Well, they're back, and they're doing something called The Dark House, and they are really, really firm about their covid compliance thing, so I'm feeling really good about going to that one. It's a full hour in the dark, apparently, and it's a whole new experience, and I'm blanking on his name because I'm a terrible person, but the guy who runs it is very, very creative, so I'm eager to see what he has in store. I'm doing that next Thursday, and guess what else that is? I have a date. I have my first date in over two years, and also, you might remember, Patrick, didn't you talk about in June? You... Had a date with somebody? i mean, like, yes, I did. That date has not happened. We keep getting postponed because either he's had life problems or, as you already heard, I had a whole spade of them. And before that, we were waiting. For, like, he asked me out in February. He's like, you know, when this COVID thing gets itself under control, we should go out. It's finally happening. So you'll be getting all the dirt on that. Well, you might get all the dirt on that if you're on Patreon. Well, we'll talk about that later. So while Halloween still might be a ways away, there's a Halloween party happening every Sunday night at the Scream Queens Virtual drive in and you are cordially invited. The Scream Queens Virtual Drive-It in is where I've been hosting free watch parties all summer long. And for this month, every single movie that I'm showing has one thing in common. They're taking place on Halloween, so it's gonna get you in the mood for the most magical night of the year. For instance, coming up this Sunday, October 10th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are showing Boys in the Trees, which is an Australian movie I talked about on the show a long time ago. I think during the first Ponathon, it's powerful. It is a dark fairy tale fantasy. It's super creepy. It's super magical. It, it's got monsters of every shape and size, and it's also super queer. But that's not all. On October 17th, we are screening the Canadian film Halloween Party, which, if you are a Patreon listener, is one I raved about way back in, I think, February. So find out what my patrons have known all this time. Come watch Halloween Party. And on October 24th, we're screening that super fabulous Halloween anthology film Trick or Treat. The party starts at 8 p.m. sharp. I'm doing my horror hosting gig. You'll get live videos from me, comedy commentary before the show, and a pre-show party that features vintage trailers, short horror films, cartoons i'm giving away scream queens merchandise it's a fun time we got a great crowd the chat is always really fun and you're missing out so come on come on it's halloween come hang out with us you know you want to it's where all the cool weird kids are going to be and you can find us at www.screamqueens.com slash strive in every sunday night at 8 p.m eastern standard time and by the way all those dates and the trailers for all the movies i just mentioned are down there in the show notes Well, that's all well and good, Patrick, but what's going on on the podcast? What are you doing on the next episode? Well, calm down, little pickle, I'm about to tell you. Next time, we're going back to the grand old year of 1981 to spend the night with Toby Hooper in the funhouse. And since I definitely don't want to spend the night in the funhouse alone, I need a big, sexy bear to hang out with me. So I'm going to be joined by first-time guest and big, cuddly horror host Stan the Mechanic. And I think you're going to love him. And if you don't know who he is, go check out stanthemechanic.com and see him in action before he's on the show. I think that's all I got for now, but I would be remiss if I did not thank my affiliate partners in crime. I already gave a shout out to Squadcast at the top of the show. So I'm going to say hi to my disco dancing, back flipping, pancaking, runway strutting, beehive wearing, cyber ninjas, over at CaptivateFM. Captivate FM is my podcast host, and they are the only podcast host that is actively interested in making your podcast grow. They keep adding new features every week, and it's exciting. We're getting a brand new player for the webpage this week, and it's gorgeous. I saw a preview of it. If you want to check them out for free, you can head on over to www.screamqueens.com slash... Captivate. If you want to get in touch with the show, well, hey, first of all, you can leave a voicemail at www.screamqueens.com voicemail. Let me know what you're doing for Halloween this year. Or if you did something awesome, let me know. Let me know. I want to know what's going on out there. I want to know what you're up to. I want to be jealous of your halloween so lay it on me leave me a voicemail or you can find me on facebook at scream queens with a z you know www.facebook.com slash scream queens i'm also on instagram at scream queens podcast and hey if you really love what you've heard today and you might have heard me mention it before you can become a patron over at www.patreon.com slash scream queens patreon is where you can get all kinds of exclusive bonus content that i'm creating For instance, there is the final reel, where I go to see what's in the movies a day before they come out and let everybody know that Friday whether or not they should be wasting their money on it that weekend or not. And plus, I'll tell you all these super secret things that I discovered on the streaming services that I'm not gonna be talking about on the main show here anytime soon. Also, it's the home of damn you, Uncle Lewis, which is our tribute to Friday the thirteenth, the television series where every month we go episode by episode and find out what cursed items the Curious Goods crew are trying to save us all from this time around, Mike. And as always, my fellow shopkeep's trading into Maya Murphy are on hand to provide snark and emotional support throughout each episode. And also, we're trying something new next month. We're adding a new show to Patreon called It Came From The 70s, where I talk about those made-for-TV <laughs> horror movies. From the 70s. You're going to get a taste of that in November here on the main show. But then it's going to be an exclusive. And I know throughout the course of the show, I've been rattling off a heck of a lot of www.coms and blip blops. Well, fortunately, all of them are right down there in your show notes on your player. So, you know, scroll down a bit. You know, the part where all the words are, where I tell you what the show's about, all the way at the bottom, that are all those links. And they're all active. So click on them. Use them. Share them. Speaking of which, if this is your first time here at the show, I hope you enjoyed yourself, so please be sure to follow and subscribe on whatever pod player that you're using right now. I think that's it. So, my beautiful screamers, during this gorgeous, gorgeous season in the advent of Halloween, now more than ever, never, ever forget that Scream Queen's golden rule. Say it with me if you know it, kids. Fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it to the final reel. Wear a fucking mask. Wash your fucking hands. Keep your fucking distance. Get the fucking shot. Don't forget for one second that I love you. Bye. All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com. Bitches! <laughs> Ew.